0: JD Talkin' Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. All right, it's Saturday, March twenty fifth, 2017. Have to give big props out today. Big, big props out. Oregon, first Final Four since 1939. 78 years. They're going. They're going to the Final Four. They beat Kansas 74-60. to I was talking to my buddy Ben. We both thought Kansas might be the best team in the tournament. I mean... 96 points a game, they're averaging. They score 60 tonight. Bill Self's worst loss ever. He's lost 14 tonight. I always felt that Bill Self is like the North Turner, the Schottenheimer of the NFL, a guy who has great talent and just never gets it done. Hey, he won once, but he won because Memphis choked in that freaking championship game. But I'm shocked. I am shocked. And I'll tell you, for Oregon. Jordan had 11 points, 13 rebounds, eight blocks—an Oregon record. All right, Isaac, you got to go. I mean, I was like, "Holy, holy!" I mean, you know, they—they they, were—they were up by 11 at the half, and they just 60 percent shooting in the first half. Oregon, 60 percent shooting. I mean, that's wow. Yeah, I mean. And, and this is the thing. So, Tyler Dorsey, seven straight game with 20 points or more. He had 27 points, 5 rebounds. I mean, when, when a guy has, and, and, and even at the end of the game, Jordan Bell, 11 points, 13, 8 blocks, I said, Oregon t- tournament record. And Mason, Mason, J- Mason the 3rd. I, I, Frank Mason III, he goes in for, uh, at the end of the game, he's going in for a reverse layup. And, man, Bell just went up and just, <laughs> he just said, that's not going in. Now, I thought he got a little ball in that play. But still, I mean, it was an aggressive play. And they were at the end of the game. I mean, I'll tell you the truth. You know, you have, a t- you have them in. Gonzaga makes their first Final Four ever. This is going to be an interesting Final Four. You're guaranteed... And and it's either gonna be South Carolina or Florida. I mean South Carolina makes it it'll be the first Final Four. It could be inter- interesting for teams not getting into a final four. I mean, come on, when you have made it seven eight years, that's basically you know, that's that's a lifetime. That's that's generations. And they were saying how the banner up in Eugene was kind of empty. Well now they got another one to add up there. And props to props to Oregon, man. I was shocked. I didn't think they had a shot today. And the Oregon women are playing Tomorrow, us Monday, they're going to play UConn for a shot at the final four for the for the women. So the women are in the final eight, men in the final four. They beat Maryland today, the third seed. Just a mate. I mean, I'm 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 amazed, You know they, and they they, I know, I know. I'm I'm bad. I'm, 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 I'm 72 63 over Maryland. Maryland was never in it. They're the third double-digit seed to ever advance to the Elite Eight. Oregon as a number ten seed. Wow, I'll tell you. You know, I was going to talk about last night. Uh, De'Aaron Fox set a freshman record in the NCAA tournament: thirty-nine points in their win over UCLA. Lonzo Ball, who declared right after the draft, he goes, "Hey, you know, I was I was leaving anyway. You knew that. You knew that was happening. Well, I guess we do. Well." 10.3 rebounds, eight assists, two block shots, four turnovers, played thirty-eight minutes. He's going pro. Fox, thirteen for twenty from the field, thirteen for fifteen from free throws. They just he said they kept telling Calipari told him and the teammates told him, just shoot, man, shoot. 39 points, four assists, three rebounds, two steals. Wow. And then Florida last night had hit a three. It was tied in overtime. They almost blew it. They came back hit a three to beat. Wisconsin, and listen to this, Wisconsin senior class, Bronson Koenig, Nigel Hayes, Vito Brown, and Zach Showalter, 13 wins, more wins in the tournament than any other class, think about that, 13 wins the past four years, that, that, is, a, that, is, a team, that is a bunch of seniors who had a very good run in college, and Dayton's Archie Miller, is now the new head coach of Indiana. His brother is the coach of Arizona. And seven-year deal. He led Dayton last four years to uh, the NCAAs. Also, at least 24 wins the last four years. And I thought this was interesting. So, South Carolina, Florida in the Elite Eight, it's the first meeting since 1986 when the 11th-seeded LSU beat Kentucky 59-57. And I said, well, I, I remember 86. And you know what it was? It was never nervous purvis ellison i don't know if you remember him the center he was a freshman that year at louisville it ends up that lsu lost to louisville in the semi uh final four semis and duke beat kansas and then louisville beat duke in the final and ellison that's his freshman year, hands up becoming the first pick in the 89 draft Plays 11 years, only averaged 9.5 and 6, about 7 rebounds a game. I think he was drafted by the, was it the Kings? I know he played with the Kings. And he had a lot of injury problems. He's now coaching basketball at the Life Center Academy in Burlington, New Jersey. I just thought that was interesting. I remember that 86. He, something 86 was a good year. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, and I saw the new Independence Day movie tonight. It was really good. I liked it, the, the sequel. You know, they, a bad review. They said, you know what? At the end, it may be excited to see. If they said they would have had a third one coming out, I would be like, yeah. And they're remaking Escape from New York. You can't remake Snake Pliskin. You can't re- replace Isaac Hayes. You can't replace. Kurt Russell. You just can't do it, man. You just. It, it's, and Ernest Borgnine's past. You can't do it. There's only one Snake Pliskin. I don't know. I, and I love Robert Rodriguez. I do. I love Rod- Rod- Rodriguez. Rod- Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay. Enough. <laughs> Got a lot of energy in me tonight. And UConn. UConn. I'll tell you. UConn was down 9-2 at the beginning of the game. UCLA today. Then went on a 46-22 run the rest of the first half. They're in their 12th consecutive Elite Eight. Let that process. 12th consecutive Elite Eight. They won 86-71 over UCLA. One of the... One of the girl, uh, the guards out of UCLA, man, she had sick range, and they kept it close, man. They couldn't get within ten, but they kept it close. And as I and uh, Lavar Ball said, he's glad to see that Steve Alford staying. He knows my boys. I like his style. I'm glad, Lavar. You know, I'm glad. You know, because they're all gonna be leaving. He said one year anyway. And Gino ties Pat Summit with. 112 tournament wins, men or women, the most ever. So Gina Orem and Pat Summit have the most tournament wins ever, 112. And Quinnipiac, number 12 seed, their their run is over. They lost 158 to South Carolina. I think it was 16 to two. It was 12 nothing when it, it was over. And no number 12 seed or lower has ever made the elite eight in NCAA women's tournament history. I thought that was like wow. And Gonzaga is only the second West Coast Conference team to make the Final Four. Last one was the 1957 San Francisco—I don't Don's. I think the San Francisco Don's. Yes, I think that's what the school name is. My buddy Ben is texting me as we speak. Yeah, he just saw the last five minutes of the game. I was like, "Yep," and then it's over. Wow, Gonzaga, man, eighty-three fifty-nine over Xavier. Xavier, and they were. They were crying, man. Crying. Crying. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the Raptors just clinched their fourth straight playoff. Longest postseason streak in franchise history. They beat the Mavericks ninety forty six. Congrats to them. And the Clippers today got their sixth straight. Their sixth straight. Playoff birth. Hey, you know what? 108.95 over the Jazz. They're 44 and 30. Utah's 44 and 29 after loss. It's interesting. They're 44 and 30. They're in the playoffs. Utah's 98 at 44 and 29. Doesn't make sense to me. Jamal Crawford at 28 to lead the Clippers. And before yesterday's 70 points by Devin Booker, who they were ripping him, they said, hey, you know, you didn't even, you know, you didn't win the game. You're celebrating. They said, hey, man, 70 points. 20 years old. He. High before that was 39. He did three times, missed his first 13 shots of the game. The Suns did. They didn't score till almost, with about 440 left in the first quarter in the 130-120 loss to the Celtics. I put a picture up on my Instagram page that was from Tyson Chandler. Great picture in black and white with Booker having 70 written on a piece of paper. And the Knicks. D. Rose was available tonight. Mello was out with a sore left knee. Lance Thomas out with a sore right hip. Knicks lose. They fall to 27-46. and They're on a five-game losing streak. 0-4 on the West trip. Ryan must be crying in his beer right now. Spurs improved to 56-16. They lost 108-96. Actually, they were down by 61-43 at the half. Outscored the Spurs 55-45 in the second half. Hey, you know, I got to... Kuzminskis had 13 of his 19 points in the first quarter. Aaron Gomez, 24 points, 13 rebounds. D-Rose had 24, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Porzingis, 12 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Bench was outscored by the Spurs 37-13. to 13. That's not going to win many games like that. They host the Pistons Monday night or 34-39. But, man, I remember the Knicks. What did, I, I said, what, they had to go 16 to. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. They have to, they're, what, 27 and 46. That is 67. They got nine games left. They have to win four games. They have to go four and five the rest of the year, or else they're going to finish with a, well, they win three. They're going to, the. yeah. If they go three and six, they're going to match last year's record. They don't, and there's nothing guaranteed. Listen, nothing guaranteed. They're going to lose 50 games this year. unless they go on a hot streak to end the season. But right now, this is, oof. But, you know, I won't think people losing. They'll get a better Draft pick. I think they're eight games out of a playoff spot. Now it's got to be more if they lost. Elite, it's eight and a half right now. But man, Knicks. Oh, and that's not even the best news right now. That isn't even the best news. This, this, I, lo- I love this. You know, I have some, well, I got, yeah, let, let me, oh, I got some Jet news. To, okay, yeah, Jets. We'll stick, we'll, st- okay, go to the Nets later. Mets, I have some Mets news. <laughs> Yes, Saturday morning, Joachim Noah suspended 20 games for testing positive for a testosterone booster. Selective androgen receptor modulator LGD4033 in violation of the anti-drug program. It's, it's supposed to boost testosterone. It's an act, it acts like an anabolic steroid. And because of that, it's viewed as a performance-enhancing ingredient they said some items have been removed from the list in the new CBA for next season, but this one remained. <laughs> Players Association said it's not going to appeal, but that next year CBA will show more leniency in cases in which a player didn't violate the policy knowingly. Wow. He made a regrettable, regrettable mistake and was completely forthcoming and cooperative. Uh, stated the suspension for Noah, is in, who's injured, starts for the first NBA game for which he's eligible and physically able to play. You know he had knee surgery in late February and was expected to be reevaluated in late March, leaving unclear when he's eligible. And Hornacek wanted him back before the season was over, you know. And even with the team out of the playoff race, Noah said recently his aim was to play. Now it was originally reported the suspension would take place immediately with 10 games this season and the first 10 next year. Now it appears Noah would miss at least the first 13 next season. It's going to cost him between two and three million. Varying because the CBA changes next season. Wow. And Noah uh, said, the latest development has made his first season in New York. (laughs) They said it could be cleared in close to a week. Derek Rose said, uh, that's my brother. I'm with him through the good, bad, and ugly, and the franchises too. I want to be at peace with himself. It's tough times, but he's got loved ones around him. And he said he's in supplements for recovery. I don't take supplements at all. The supplements I get is from the team. I heard over the years it's tricky when you get over the counter. Once it's in your system, it can change in in yourself. That's what he said. And he thought it was best that Noah didn't return from his injury. But, you know, if he doesn't, that 20 games, that's, that's a quarter of the season. And it was interesting. Hornacek said the only supplements the team gave him during his playing days were vitamin C pills. I thought that was funny. Vitamin C pills. Yeah. And Noah this year is averaging 5 points, 8.8 rebounds, in 46 games. All starts. Wow. It's a lot of time to miss, man. A lot of time. Oh, and I thought this was a great stat on the Nets. Listen to this. The NBA stat of the year. The 15-win Nets have more wins in March 6 going into Friday's games than the defending NBA champion Cavaliers. And Cavaliers lost tonight to the Wizards at home. So that stands. So they have they have more wins in March 6 than the Cavs 5. Hey, take that for heart. And after taking, you know, an early nine-point lead against the Wizards last night, and this is another thing. they There was a thing in the CBA that they didn't have to leave the night before, so they left the day of the game and they think it was disaster. They think they should have left after the game. They stayed home, drove, took a transportation the next morning to yesterday morning to Washington, D.C. They lost by 21. It was ugly. Atkinson said he would never do it again. All right, that's that's all okay. Now I have some stuff on the Mets, but I thought that was interesting. Net stat. Okay, Friday they lost two 0 to the Astros. Now Syndergaard and uh, Darno allowed four stolen bases. Last year they gave up over forty. He's allowed five stolen bases in spring training, and Darno is one for thirteen, throwing out runners, and the only successful one. With Darno behind the plate was a pickoff by starting pitcher Steven Matz. Wow. Now Rene, Rene Rivera, who caught twenty-three of Syndicard's thirty-one games last year, returned on Friday from playing for Puerto Rico in the WBC. But Darno is hitting three twenty five with two home runs after simplifying his swing. And they said if he's driving in a ton of runs, you'll ignore the throwing, you'll ignore the throwing, which of course. And Syndicard said, uh, you know, I really feel confident in controlling the runners and still delivering a quality pitch to home plate. All right. Got to take it, right? Take it for what it is. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, only one he's, only he's uh, been able to save is, is a, uh, a pitch out. It's not, ooh, that's not good. Not good at all. Now they lost today to the, Bra- actually they beat the Braves three nothing. I'm sorry, Rafael Montero five innings, four hits, shut up ball, base on ball. K's Paul Sewald, who's looking for a, a shot with the Mets, had got the save today in the scoreless inning. And Michael Conferto, who had his third home run, but the thing is Juan Lagares got injured nine days till opening day. He's him and Granderson are really the only true center fielders on the team, and Lagares is their best defensive center fielder by far. Now Lagares is out. Conforto could be the guy to play, could be the center fielder, or could be the backup outfielder for the Mets, because Brandon Nimmo is still nursing a hamstring injury that he got while he's playing for Italy in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, And the Yanks, Greg Bird, seventh home run today in a 6-5 win over the Blue Jays, seventh of spring training, tied for the spring training lead. Adam Warren was going for a starting pitching, pitching position. Now, 3.1 innings pitched today, four hits, four runs, two base balls, four Ks, two home runs. He, he it looks like now he is going to be a long reliever. And his ERA went from 3.09 to 4.80. That is not going to do it. Greg Bird, man. And, and Greg Bird has a cat that is a descendant of Mr. Bigglesworth from Boston Powers, one of those hairless cats. I was going to name one. I was going to get one and name it Anorexic. He's, and he said when he touch it, it's like touching a peach or something. Yeah, it's weird to touch. It's weird, just weird. But he loves the cat, he said. Hey, what are you going to do? And there's a guy who's a cat on here. I forget which team, 17,000 uh, followers on Instagram. Peanut should have a whole page. Peanut is not doing well. Peanut hurt her leg or something, and she is howling. And I've given her some anti-inflammatories, but I think it's vet time. And this isn't good. She's going to be 10. And I'm a little nervous. My friend... Had problems with his dog when she couldn't walk anymore. And I think Peanuts hobbling. And she never did this before. And it sucks to watch. That's why I say, people, when you get a pet, it's it sucks. You love the dog. You love your pet. But, man, you don't want to see him hurting. And this is not good for my buddy Frank. Your number two starter is CeCe. He's going to face the race on April 4th. 30 starts last year. 9-12, 391 ERA. He pitched almost 180 innings, 180 innings, most since 211 he pitched in 2013. He's going to be 36 now. He's going to be 37 in July. And Pineda, too, has been inconsistent. He pitched against minor leaguers today. He didn't pitch that great. And Luis Sesa went to A. Billy McKinney, who had a great Camp this year was reassigned to the minor league camp But you know they can bring them up and Tyler Clippard Was said US winning the WBC Will give event a major boost And stop negative talk from some circles Of baseball community I think so You know I think you know it helped Help them winning And I Oh and I read something About the the twins went 59 And 103 last year Worst since 1949 When they were the Washington Senators They won six AL Central titles between 2002 and 2010. Since then, they have 158 games below 500. And since 2008, I thought this was really, really interesting thing. Per BaseballSavant.com, they have all these sites. Twins have thrown the fewest pitches in majors at least 95 miles per hour. At least 95. Since 2008, least amount of pitches thrown at least 95 miles an hour. 6,516. Kansas City is the most with over 22,000. 20, to make it exact, 22,100. I mean, that's like, that's like. isn't that crazy? 6,000 pitches at least 95 miles an hour. And you look at it, there are 150 games. Basically, they haven't done anything since 2010. So they, they're working on it. They have a new GM who was with the Indians, who never played pro ball. Actually pitched in high school, pitched college in, at Trinity in Vermont. in. Um, in Connecticut, and just had the eye for baseball. And he, he even, you know was impressed by him? Was the, Frank Terry Francona was very impressed with his knowledge of pitching. And now he's the new GM. They think he's going to do wonders for the Twins. It's going to take them a while to get back because they got rid of Ryan, who was, Terry Ryan, who was a huge, you know, they lo- they loved them, but they were playing bad ball. They just cleaned house. They're starting a new thing. And Twins, just, I remember with Kirby Puckett, Ken Herbeck, that was a good team, man. Dan Gladden. Jack Morris? Yeah. Those were good days. Those were good days. I I, I don't know. For some reason, I loved Ken Herbeck. I always did. Kirby Puckett? Man, I loved him as a ball player. Wow. All right. Now the Jets. All right. Now the Jets. GM McKagan, Mike McCagnon said he was tight-lipped about the futures of safety. Calvin Pryor and defensive lineman Sheldon Richardson they have to pick up the fifth-year option by May 2nd deadline for Calvin Pryor and also is noncommittal about Richardson, who they tried to trade last season. And they said Richardson, who McCagan noted that Richardson twice served league-issue suspension still is under contract, but the Jets are looking to see how he develops and progresses They'll also weigh their options. Yeah, that means you're on the way out, buddy. You're on the way out. And the Knicks move below the Sixers in the standings. That's how bad the season's been, folks. Wow. Right? Ugly. (sighs) (sighs) Wow. And Alex Ovechkin, third player to score 30-plus goals in first 12 seasons in a 4-1 win over Arizona today. Mike Gardner did it for 15, his first 15 seasons. And Gretzky, which I thought was longer, 13. And they had their 31st home win of the year, breaking the franchise record. That's an accomplishment. Now, I thought this was interesting. There was an article today in CNN, and it's actually from the 2016 Final Four. Gino Orimba talked about the athletes today, how it's hard to get athletes that just, you know, that do the job they're supposed to do, and you know, you know about attitudes, the attitudes, sucking, and stuff. This is from Kelly Wallace at CNN even after more than 30 years as head coach of Yukon Oriyama said that recruiting enthusiastic kids is harder than it's ever been. He, in the video that was at the Final Four, he said that today's kids are so influenced by professional athletes who they see as just being really cool, athletes that then try to imitate when they play. He said they haven't even figured out which foot to use, the pivot foot, and they're going to act like they're really good players. It's the, it's the basic, it's the fundamentals. He goes, forget about playing for the love of the game. Or to support teammates? He said. Too many players are focused on themselves. He said they're allowed to get away with just whatever. Look at Can- hey Kansas had a bunch of kids this year should have had more suspended for a couple games. You hear all this at- kids kids doing stuff DWI and they you know they you know hey, what call it the tripping this year by uh, and I'm blanking the kid from Duke. What he missed one game but hey that's hey who's gonna mess with Shashevsky he's the king Coach K. So they're allowed to get away with just whatever, and they're always thinking about themselves. Me, 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 me. I didn't score, so why should I be happy? I'm not getting enough minutes. Why should I be happy? He said, that's where we live in, unfortunately. He said, kids check the scoreboard sometimes because they're going to get yelled at by their parents if they don't score enough points. Don't get me started. He made it last year at the Final Four, but Matt Lizzle, a professional hitting coach, shared them on Facebook on Monday, and the video has been viewed more than 35 million times. And when Coach Oriema is addressing his accountability, what, what he's addressing is accountability and responsibility for who you are and how you interact with others, said Donna Orender, former president of WNBA. She goes, we hear so much and see so much of the coddle generation these days, and especially in youth sports, where there's a focus on the me culture and the scramble to be seen and earn a scholarship. And how many kids actually get a goddamn scholarship? You know how hard it is to get a scholarship? And these parents spend tens of th- hundreds of thousands of dollars, when you think about it, all the training and all that crap. And most of the kids won't get a scholarship. Come on. And everybody wants to be the next Steph Curry. Listen, there's one Steph Curry. That's it. Get used to it. Oriyama said that when he and his fellow coaches watch game films, this I thought was interesting. They're checking what's going on on the bench. If somebody's asleep over there, somebody doesn't care, somebody's not engaged in the game, they will never get in the game, ever. And they know that. They know I'm not kidding, he said. Lizzle said that Oriyama's words should also motivate young athletes as they realize that some of the top coaches in sports are paying attention to their attitude, their effort, and whether they are playing with passion and excitement, not just their talent. And I actually talked about in the article about a girl who was called from JV to varsity and they were better athletes, but they said that they liked her attitude and she was a team player where other kids had more talent than her, but they were more mean, mean, which I understand. He said, in my 17 years of coaching, I came across a lot of younger kids who are too cool to show emotion and passion on the field. And hopefully this video inspires the athletes who have been holding it in to let it shine, he said. Now, Larry Robin, a father of two in Westfield, New Jersey, said he watched the video on Facebook and immediately called his nine-year-old daughter to watch it with him. I thought his comments were amazing. I think it's a great thing to teach your kids at an early age that attitude is everything, and a good, willing-to-work positive attitude means everything, said Robin, who was a chief financial officer for an apparel company. He said the same power of attitude He would love to have in the workplace. While I can't bench people to work, I can tell you that the people who move up in my world are always, almost always the people who are smart and have really good attitudes. Those are my all stars as well. I just thought, you know what? This is, I like this article. You know, the me, me, me generation and the kids are like always looking for their scores and all this crap. And it doesn't work, man. It doesn't work at all. Nets play tomorrow too, right? I just wanted to make sure. The Nets play tomorrow against, they host. The Hawks, the thirty-seven and 30. No, they're at the Hawks. One p.m. tomorrow. Kentucky UNC tomorrow. I'm excited about that. You have Florida, South Carolina tomorrow, and I think there's. Wait, are oh, they play? Yeah, there's game. There's women's games on tomorrow. NC basketball. Where's the women? And the women are playing tomorrow. No, no, there's no. Oh, I guess it's Monday and two. Oh. Yeah, I think there's Sunday. Yeah, Stanford, Notre Dame. And then Mississippi State, Baylor. For the, to go to the final four. Mississippi State never made an Elite Eight. And Baylor's playing good ball, man. (laughs) And Notre Dame lost one of their top players to a knee injury. She's out. And Stanford, hey. Vannevere is just a great coach. Tara Vandeveer is a great... I'd love to play for her. You can just... You know, you know, great coach. She's a great freaking coach. Great freaking coach. All right. We have trivia questions for tonight. All right. Last night's trivia question. Most consecutive road losses in NBA regular season history. Sacramento lost 43 in 1991. 37 games in 90-91 and 6 games in ninety-one ninety 43 in a row. That's out of control. And they suck again now. Okay, and tonight's trivia question, what player has the highest point per game in all-star game history? What player has the highest point per, games, point per game in all-star game history? All right. Folks, have a great night. I went a little over. Congrats to Oregon. Congrats to Gonzaga, UNC. Come on. Ben thinks they can still be, you know, they can beat de- Oregon if they're playing one, but they have to be, get by Kentucky. And listen, Kansas, young team today, they didn't, they didn't get it done. I'm thinking Kentucky's youth is going to affect them tomorrow. UNC, I'm taking South Carolina to keep rolling. I think that's going to be an interesting game. Excited, NCAA tomorrow. I got to go to bed. Peace out. Have a good night.